0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind.
1: Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's going on, player? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. The weather's not great.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I didn't... I, like, I knew it's, it's... So here in Maryland, it's supposed to rain all weekend, which kind of sucks. It does suck. But I didn't think it was going to rain as hard as it did today.
1: Dude, it was coming down pretty good. It was. Like, my drive over here from work was... a little... Little sauce,
0: dude. We had the new, uh, we had the new Westminster River sitting outside the, um, the little hill here. Did you go fishing? I wanted to. I was thinking about breaking breaking out the kayak till I realized I don't I don't have a kayak.
1: That
0: would create a problem, <laughs> wouldn't it? I could have built one. I could have like disassembled the porch, but I think I would have uh, gotten some dirty looks.
1: Or your mom would have beaten you.
0: Either way, I would have gotten dirty looks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pre beating or post beating doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so how are you doing today? I'm okay.
0: I'm still I'm still a little under the weather. I'm sure you could probably I, I was sort of under the weather last week too. And it's still like lingering around. I've been tested. It's, it's not it's not covid or anything like that. It's just it's just like a weird cold. So like I apologize in advance. I this this is this is to you, not to the listeners. No, that's the listeners
1: too. I hope we don't get you sick through the through the radio. No, <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Like like <laughs> like like randomly, I might like just cough, like a loud like hack of a cough.
1: You're real phlegmy.
0: Yeah, like real phlegmy. Sounds like I smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. You guys got any more menthols? What are they selling?
2: Chocolate.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, that's that. How are you doing? How's the new car? Dude, I'm loving the new thing. The Subaru. God damn
1: you. It is, it is a Subaru, and there is a stigma around Subarus that apparently lesbians drive Subarus, um, which is fine because when it snows, you all are, can't get to work because you're like,
0: eee. I'm five minutes from work, homie. I'm good. i could i could walk to work and i'll be okay
1: you could also slide down that hill trying to get out to the main road there in your fucking car and slide through traffic into the fucking woods okay and hey guys i can't make it in i crashed my car (laughs) yeah exactly so we'll see you in 10 no (laughs) no you absolutely will not so yeah so we'll see you in 10 yeah 10 days (laughs) yeah 10 days after i get my fucking car fixed but no man i'm loving the thing uh it's a lot of fun. It's see,
0: uh, I see. I I give, I give you shit for it because it's funny, but again, second week in a row. Then I'm third week in a row. I'm about to mention his name. My cousin Tyler. He also has a Subaru.
1: Does, he also has a cross track? Correct.
0: I believe he does.
2: I was, I I mean I don't I don't fuck know. I get him confused. His he, he drives a black Lesboru. Tyler, I got you. I'm sure you will see it Thursday when we all convene. Ne- ah, next
0: Thursday. Not next Thursday. Following Thursday. There you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> next Thursday, we're going to be on a little plane trip.
0: Yeah, we got a lot, we got a, we got a lot of big things coming up here. Um, are we recording next week?
1: <sighs> we never talked about this. We never talked about it. We might as well let them know. So, probably not. Probably not because we leave Thursday. And we'll come back Monday. Monday, yeah, yeah. And, so and we're not taking the equipment down to South Carolina.
0: No, the only reason why we're not doing that is we don't want to risk it getting broken on the yeah. on 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 the plane ride. Not saying that, well, it's spirit. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're also we're flying spirits so we may not have another episode after the after, after this one so god bless <laughs> so god, yeah so the, this is the last one it's been a fun ride buddy it really it's has been, it's been
1: fucking real <laughs> yeah it's been fun um but it actually has been real fun what the fuck was that the cb radio oh, for that the damn thing fire calls it's so annoying yeah, because it beeps a hundred and ten times before they m- <laughs> mumble into the it radio. It does. It's so it's so bad, man. It bothers the hell out of me. Like you, you have to like really, you have to listen to it a lot to understand exactly what the hell they're saying over that thing. It's not even just like the lingo and the terminology they use. It's just understanding them in general.
0: I mean, I understand it. I I don't. I mean, I've also been raised around the fire department my entire life.
1: I mean, my sister's been in the fire department. That's very true, I have a lot of family and friends that are in the fire department, but they don't necessarily listen to the radio.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, a lot. Not unfortunately. I say that like it's a bad thing. Because, of of course, Keith worked and did it. Yeah. So, of course, I understood it whenever I went to go make my rare appearance to go see him when he was at work while I still did work.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, of course, like we know, a lot of people that are volunteers in the fire department. So you kind of have to be listening to it to get out on those calls and stuff like that. So,
0: right, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, next week, me and Holman, are, we're gonna go down to uh, South Carolina to go see a friend of ours, DJ. DJ, yes, it's gonna be very, very, uh, very exciting. We always, I haven't seen him since the wedding, Timber's wedding. Yeah, yeah, which was July. July, June or July. I, I'm 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 getting. I think it was July. It was hot. God, it was it was damn hot. <laughs> it was hot. June or July, one of the two. I can't remember exactly which one. At least I'm not like way off the reservation saying it's like in October. <laughs> It'd
1: be funny if it was.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd uh, I would definitely need to stop drinking then.
1: It was warm wherever. It was it, it was.
0: was very very warm. But uh, yeah. We haven't seen TJ. Or Danielson's since then. Yeah. So it'll be very, very exciting very excited to go down and see them.
1: Beautiful new house.
0: Yep, beautiful new house. Of course the great South Carolina weather. Um I'm gonna see what I can do about getting me a little honey down there. There you go. Not holding my breath over it, but I I'll 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 talk my talk while I can. A little Southern Bell. Do my best, see what happens.
1: I'll wing man for you.
0: Oh man, appreciate that. I got you. And then uh the following week we will be Hitting up our first game at OPCAY of the year. got Park at Camden Yards. Yes, sir. Very exciting. Um They play the Yankees that day. It's a day. We're literally only going to the it's it's a day game. We're only going to the day game because we want to go get hammered at Pickles in the middle in the middle of the afternoon. It all start. so this is this is a tradition that me and Tyler have started doing. This will be the second year we've done it. Where we just go. We didn't really get pissed drunk, but I I have a feeling this time around we're going to get pissed drunk. Just
1: because of the company that's coming.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So um, we're going to go to Pickles, drink before the game, drink inside the stadium. Similar to the game that you and I went to last year, I think we'll manage to meander our way down to go get some Shake Shack. God, I hope so. Down at the harbor. I hope so.
1: It's going to happen now. Um, I love Shake Shack.
0: So, yeah. Nothing too crazy coming up, but big things coming up.
1: Big things coming up. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun.
0: It's exciting. Yeah,
1: should be a lot of fun. Just get a weekend away.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to just getting away and um, just breathing. You know, it's funny. Like I'm, like I'm the one saying that I'm looking forward to getting away when I literally just came back from a cruise a month and a half ago.
1: Yeah, I couldn't tell you my last quote unquote vacation. Well, I mean, I, I guess I went away for uh, for New Year's weekend, but. My last quote-unquote vacation was ankle surgery. So <laughs> bachelor party. That's true. Well, did I? Yeah, I, was, yeah, you I were, was recovering from ankle surgery. Yeah,
0: I don't know if you were in the boot or not at that point. I think
2: you still I was. were.
1: Yeah, I was still in the boot. Um,
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm, like, I, I, I think I'm going to Fire Convention Week. I, took all, I requested all for work. We'll see if they give it to me or not. I don't know. Fire Convention in Ocean City.
2: Gotcha. Um, I didn't I didn't I didn't know if you knew Yeah. Didn't ring a bell. Yeah, so. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to go get away as often as possible. Not that I have anything to get away from, but I gotcha. Yeah. That's enough
0: banter.
1: I don't think it's ever enough
0: banter. <laughs> That's, th- okay. That's enough opening banter.
1: Enough opening banter.
0: Yeah, we're 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 still definitely gonna have a lot of banter.
1: Um, so I'd I'd like to just lock eyes with you for this one and just talk about uh, Madison Bumgarner getting ejected. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was <laughs> that, dude. That was so that was so strange.
1: It's even worse when they
0: slowed it down. When I so backstory for 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 those of you who did not end up end up catching it, um. Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Madison Bumgarner got ejected from his most recent outing. I guess it was due to a substance che- a substance check.
1: Yeah, they were checking his hand for illegal substances,
0: which is something that is done after every single inning. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, like like I, I don't I don't pay enough attention between innings when people are walk when the players are walking back to the
1: dugout. Yeah, I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I like I'm 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 worried about sipping my next beer, bullshit, and I don't even watch baseball on TV, so it doesn't even make a difference. Um, but apparently, what happens is the umpire will walk over to the pitcher coming off coming off the um, coming off the mound right before he gets into the dugout, runs his hand across his hand and just looks at it, make sure that nothing's on his hand, like like no sticky sticky substance for control and nothing like that. Um, and then he just walks right into the right into the dugout.
2: So in Madison Bumgarner, this
0: this wasn't this wasn't even the crew chief of the game who did this check. It was the it was the first base co- first base on. Um. Interesting. Even yeah, worse. Even worse. So what happens is Madison Bumgarner is going to the dugout. The ump walks over, stops him, starts massaging his hand, and was. Staring at Madison Bum- Bumgarner the entire time.:
1: Into his soul.
0: It, dude, like, like
1: this was soul-piercing
0: stare.: Oh, it was a soul-piercing stare. And then Madison Bumgarner pulled his hand away, said something to him, and then he got tossed out of the game.:
1: Yeah, it was a really weird interaction.
0: Really, really weird interaction.
1: Um, it was funny though.:
0: Oh, it was hysterical. <laughs> Cause Madison, of course, Madison Bumgarner is hot. He's saying "fuck you," all this. He's been trying to fight the guy. Oh, he, oh, he would have, he would have pounced his ass,
1: dude. He was like f- trying to fight th- people. I know he was, like uh, the dude from the Pistons trying to fight LeBron.
0: Like he was pissed. Yeah, I mean, Mad- Madison Bumgarner is a big dude too. I think Madison Bum- Bumgarner is all of like a whole six five.
1: He can also throw a baseball, damn near 100 miles an hour. Imagine yeah. how hard he
0: could punch you, dude. He's 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 such a crazy dude. Can get some whip in there, yeah, he, dude. He really can. So so of course he was pissed that he got tossed out of the game.
1: The first inning, too. First second, first second inning, something it, like that.
0: Yeah, in in the in the fir- in the first inning, um, it was a, it was like it's a really really bad look for baseball.
1: Yeah, like, dude, the umps have been miserable this season. Oh, they've been terrible. I see. There's like a there's like a Twitter page out now that they literally grade umps, and like some of them are like scoring like seventy three percent, which is terrible. Like that's bad. Oh, that's terrible. Like you're 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 missing
0: twenty you're missing twenty seven out of a hundred calls. Yep, that's terrible.
3: Oh
2: yeah.
0: There's twenty seven outs in a baseball game. mm Hmm. That's terrible, dude. Yeah, they're like there's umps that are like really really shit in the bed. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like, like if, if umpires in baseball end up shitting the bed, I don't have a problem with that. Like, for one reason and one reason only. An umpire that I know is hated in baseball, Angel Fernandez. Yes. Hate, every, uh, people hate him. But when he is wrong, he'll be the first one to admit when he was wrong. Yeah. Which I can, appre- well, I, I can appreciate that about, about, about somebody.
1: Absolutely. Like, There's like, got to be human error in like, it.
0: Like, if you, if, you get, if you get through a game, and you made and you made a bad call, somebody calls you on it, and you realize that you made a bad call and you own up to it. Okay. I really don't have a problem at that point now. Yeah. Like it, like it is what it is. Like you own you owned up to your faults and then it is what it is. Yeah. But something like that with Madison
1: Bumgarner, that was that was so bad. Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, I and I grew up playing baseball. Like I've had some I've seen some bad ums come through. I've seen some good ums come through. Right. I've had good and I've had bad. I've had um bad but fair. Like they're they're bad for both teams. They at least called the game fair, but they were bad umps. Right. Um I've had good umps that were unfair. Um, just to kind of put into perspective, um when I was younger, maybe like 11, 12 years old, we were playing in a tournament in up in Chambersburg. It was a triple header that day. We had won the first two. We were in the championship playing Chambersburg for the second time. We had to beat them twice um, to move on to a tournament in Pittsburgh where if we won that, we were going to the Little League World Series. Okay. Uh, we beat Chambersburg by eight runs in the first game. <laughs> we got 10 runs in the second.
2: How does that happen?
1: Well, it's because the umpire was calling everything for them and nothing for us
2: right yeah i mean that's like
0: if you're gonna be shit be shit for both be shit for both like 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 just like just be it the whole way across like i don't, like like if you if, if you suck at your job i don't give a shit just ma- just make sure you suck all the time yeah don't like don't don't have moments where you're actually good at your job for one reason or another. Be consistent. I don't know, I don't know why I just picked this up. I just <laughs> ADHD was kicking in. Yeah, I saw it sitting there and it, it felt like it needed a home for a minute. So, <laughs> so here we are. Um,
1: this yeah. is why we need a camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. But uh, if if you if you suck at your job, just continue to suck at your job.
1: I had somebody at work tell me one time they're like uh you're working too hard. Stop trying so hard. They're like like I'm like I can't. Like this is who I am. He goes um when I he's like when I worked in retail, I had a uh I had a guy who I worked with. They were like on the same same level. He's like uh I work, he's like I can work harder. I choose not to because then they expect it. So then every now and again, I have a good day and I work really hard and everyone's like, "Oh my god, like shits and giggles Tony Tony's having a like Tony look at like good job Tony wait have a good day buddy like there you go there you go and you get praise for it he's like now my good day is what you do on a regular day and you don't get any praise for it yeah like, he's like stop working so hard I'm like well I can't now I've already set the standard he's like yeah you're right you're fucked <laughs> right right <exact>. so <laughs> the dude
0: told me at work <laughs> right it was like like I mean it was sa- it was same way at Foot Locker all the time it was m- like more so when I got to Columbia yeah like this is like this was not a, this is not a diss to Westminster by any by any stretch of the imagination. But the competition at Columbia was just it, it was it was more intense because of course the store is busier. There's different product. So many different. Of course you have competition with the, with every store. I mean, at Westminster you literally have to compete with the fucking shoe department. <laughs> like it's like it's it's, it's it's that's that's not that's that's not a big competition. No, that's like. That is just like the Red Wings trying to beat the Lions at football.
2: Interesting.
1: an analogy there. It
0: just ain't, ain't, ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's
1: an interesting analogy. I like it, like, but it's interesting. They're, they're,
0: bo- they're both sports
1: teams. They're both in the same city. Yeah.
0: Two completely different things. They're both shoe stores in the same mall. Two completely different things.
1: I made it work. You did. Did I ever tell you about the time and, uh, when we worked at Foot Locker? I had an older dude come in. He's like, do you guys have any Velcro shoes? And I tried to sell him, like, LeBron Soldier 13s. <laughs> <laughs> Not 90 says that. <laughs> 9
0: but, um, but, like, like of course, when I, when I was in Columbia, I was, just, I was just an assistant manager. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of got to do whatever the fuck I wanted. Just because i had like I had the tenure they knew they knew they knew I knew what was up, and they didn't really say anything any any anything else to me plus this isn't anything against Foot Locker, but if you've been to foot locker you kind of, like, like you, you you kind of know this is true. I was in even even you and other people that we've worked with,
2: we were the minority, yeah, and
0: the Shitty thing about jobs now is they don't they like like being a minority in a job is sort of like a safe haven. Just because people don't want to hear like like face backlash or anything like that. But uh, same thing. Same thing with the story that you were telling. Every once in a while, I would just stop standing on my stoop and staring at ass walking past me, and I'd and I'd go and I'd go do work and all that kind of stuff. And all the other employees are like. Dang, you want to help? You want to help me out? You want to give me that sale so I can make my numbers? I'm like, no, because I had to hit my own numbers. Right? Fuck you. Work harder. <laughs> it's 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 not my fault that I can sell circles around you in in, a, in half an hour that you can't do in five hours. That's not my fault.
1: Right. So, I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but I did. Yeah, you you had to get that one off your
2: chest.
0: I really did. You know, while <laughs> we're while we're, while we're still on baseball, this is this this will segue us. Okay. I'm intrigued. This, this is something that I've been keeping in the back pocket. I've kept, I've kept Holman in the dark. Give me a second so I can get my phone. It's...
1: So you can also put down the little charger that you randomly picked up?
0: Yes. Oh, I, still, I still, had the, uh, still had my Apple music up. It would have been really, really bad.
1: Oh, good
0: God. Oh, my volume is still full blast, too. Fuck me. Jesus. People were about to hear Lincoln bark, <laughs> 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 For no damn reason.
1: Uh, once again, I don't think too many people are gonna have an issue with Lincoln Park playing.
0: No, no, absolutely not.
1: But um, so,
0: so this is this is this was this was supposed to be part of the laughable moment spot, but this is something so crazy that I just couldn't ignore this. Oh, good God!
2: So in the year 2022. Okay. Did you know that the Cincinnati Bengals have won more games than the Cincinnati Reds? mind you, what's that, three games? The Bengals have played six games in 2022. Are they four and two? Bengals are four
0: and two. Hey! The Cincinnati Reds, whose game got postponed this evening along with a lot of other games because of the Storm. storm. Yeah. The Cincinnati Reds are the worst team in baseball. The worst team in baseball. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the standings just so I can just to see if there are any other teams that are in a similar situation to them. Probably the One Orioles. Second year. No, the Orioles are actually tied for fourth, which really? is last in in the American League East. They're actually tied with Boston at 10 and 16. Interesting. Okay. So
2: the worst team in the American League right now is Detroit. Which is sitting at eight and sixteen.
1: Okay, what? <clears throat> I just you just go ahead. I just have a, just an appalling number.
0: Okay, um, K- Kansas City's also eight and fifteen. Um, so they're somewhat, uh, somewhat close. The Cincinnati Reds are a whopping three and twenty-two. <laughs> three and twenty-two. They've played 25 games, and they've won less games than a, t- than a team whose season starts in September.
1: So That's astonishing. The New York Yankees are the number one team in baseball, and the Mets, the New York Mets, are the number three team in baseball. Mm-hmm. Half game behind the, the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees have a run differential of plus 49, and the Mets have a run differential of plus 32. Mm. That is a combined 81. The Cincinnati Reds alone, at three and twenty-two, have a run differential of minus eighty-seven. Dude, that's so funny. They have a a higher negative run differential than the two of the three best teams combined have overall, like combined. That's
0: insane. You, you struggled to get that one out, but I knew where you were going with it. <laughs> That's a tough one to explain. <laughs> so, so I, I, I'll, I'll I'll give you a pass there. But it, like another another thing with baseball right now is that. So the two best teams in the American League are in New York and Los Angeles.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The two best teams in the in the National League are in New York and Los Angeles. Big markets. Big markets. Teams that are spending big.
2: Uh, I think the. Okay, so the Yankees are the best team in baseball right now, and then the Dodgers are the second best. And then the Mets, and then I think the Angels.
0: No, San Diego. San Diego's coming alive. Fernando. He ain't even playing. I know, but still, it's my guy. Dude, Manny Machado's going off. Good for Manny. I miss Manny, dude. Manny, come home. Also, you know another thing, and so i, I don't know how, how many people. This is also this is the most baseball content y'all are getting from us for a while. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it, it. Enjoy, it while, enjoy, enjoy it while you can. Um, but Camden Yards pushed back the left field fence,
2: which we knew that. Yes,
0: us as fans knew that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of the, I don't know how many of the listeners knew that. I know a lot of the listeners are Orioles fans. So you guys probably knew that as well. You know, only two home runs have been hit to left field all year. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? It really made a
2: difference. But see, the thing is, like before they moved the fence back, like they,
0: they took away like a good, I don't know, shit. Maybe like fifteen rows. Yeah. Like, like, like they they
2: took it was like, a chunk. It was it was it was
0: a, it was a pretty good chunk they took away. Um. Literally, in order in order for you to hit a home run now into left field, for those of you who have sat in left field at Camden Yards, you literally have to hit it to like almost a damn concourse now. Right. Which is just crazy. So, so the only two people have done it so far, both Orioles, luckily. Austin Hayes has done it, it cleared like the second row. Like he like he barely scraped it, yeah. And then uh Ryan Malcastle hit it to the hit it to the second to last row. <laughs> and, <laughs> In the, uh, in the in the section, so he hit a moonshot. But like I I re- I read this article, and there have been a lot of um like a lot of instances where players have hit the ball deep enough to where last year that's a home run. Wow! So it ma- it's made a difference. It's made a big difference. Of 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 course, the Orioles actually have a winning record at home. They're seven and six. That's nothing like it's nothing crazy, but. Albeit it's a it's a winning record at home, but there like there was um your boy Anthony Soundtent there. he had a um bases bases
2: loaded hit a uh, hit a ball to the track.
0: Dude, last year it's a grand slam. Mm. This year he had to settle for a uh sack fly, Whew. which sucks. But then again, at the same time, I mean. The Orioles are 10-16, and 16, have a run differential of minus 21. The pitching's actually doing pretty pretty good. Um, things are looking up for the Orioles.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been rebuilding
0: for a few years. It's got to start looking up at some point. Right. I mean, like, the, like our pitching prospects are starting to come together. Very soon, Adley Rutschman will be making his way up. I mean, do we have some bats in the lineup now? Oh, yeah. Between Cedric Mullins, Trey Mancini, Mountcastle. And Odor is playing really good this season. Austin Hayes has been playing. Did you see
1: Austin Hayes gun down the dude from a uh, left from Dude, I think it was a cannon. Dude. So I think he shot out of a freaking cannon.
0: Austin Hayes said fuck it. Big dick energy. He skipped two cutoff guys and beamed some kid down at the plate. Oh yeah. Bad. Oh yeah. I think he shot out of a cannon. Oh dude, like it like one hopper. I think it was on a rope. One one hopper from in front of the mound. Oh yeah, it was a it, dude. He, he he threw that ball every bit of four hundred feet. It was a missile. <laughs> that's insane to think about.
1: One hopped it four hundred feet.
0: Yeah, that's
1: nuts. And it wasn't a little lollipop either. Oh
0: no, uh, that 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 thing was a
2: strike. Sure was.
0: Oh man, you really got in on that one. <sighs> I needed a good sip there, man. Yeah, you, that was more than a sip. Shout out BioSteel. We love the blue, blue
1: raspberry flavor. Yeah, you are trying it for the first time today, and you're a fan.
0: I am, yeah. I, I, actually, I actually am a fan. I wanted something to... So, so with being sick, I've been really dehydrated. Not really dehydrated, but I've been dehydrated lately.
1: 10 calories.
0: That's it? How much sugar? How much do you think? Fucking
1: probably like 15
2: milligrams. None. Really? Interesting. Two hundred and thirty milligrams of sodium, though. Good lord! I mean, that's not. What's a sports drink? Right, it'll pump you up, make me more vascular.
1: True. It does say sugar-free there. It's actually pretty good. <clears throat> Interesting. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm not gonna try it because you've already put your lips all over it. My tongue inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drink with your tongue inside of things?
2: I am like. One fifteenth dog.
3: I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, uh, oh, what did Michael Scott say in that? And then one in the one episode they were talking about like their heritage, and he said he said he's three fifteen three of something. I'm like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just had to th- I just had to throw that out there. But that Cincinnati sports um thing that was a good segue. Do you think?
1: Into what?
0: You tell me. There's a there's no basketball team in Cincinnati. You want to talk about football now, or do you want to talk about basketball now? Let's talk about football. You know what? I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna skip into something real quick. I just want to make this very very quick. Tomorrow is the 148th running of, running of the Kentucky Derby. I am excited for this. Will I watch it? No, because I'll probably forget. Because I, th- I, think, I think the race starts at like 6 or something like that. You're telling me you're not going to dress up, just sit in your living room?
2: Ooh. <laughs> stay tuned. Oh, God. All, all,
0: all you who follow follow us on the socials, stay tuned. I I might just sit down in the living room in a, in, in, a, <laughs> in a full-on suit just to watch the Kentucky Derby on TV.
1: You have to do it now.
0: Alright, I'll do it now.
2: It's going yeah. on
1: socials. If you don't do
2: it, we gotta come up with a consequence for you.
1: No South Carolina. Yeah, you can't go to South Carolina. <laughs> and you're not getting refunded for the ticket. <laughs> oh my, that'd be so shitty.
0: <laughs> you're gonna put the podcast equipment in my seat instead? Probably will. <laughs> so also, I don't know if you took ai I don't I don't know if you took a look at the horses or not. But I have my horse.
1: I have not taken a look at the horses.
0: I doubt you're going to also.
1: You're also correct on that Okay.
0: (laughs) Running out of the 13 slot. I don't know why. It's something about this horse. I got a good feeling about her. Her, him, I don't fucking know. Them. It. The the four-legged pony.
2: There it is. Simplification. Is going
0: to be the winner of the Kentucky Derby.
1: Interesting. Where did you find this at?
0: ESPN. Is it on ESPN? Sure is. <laughs> betting guide to the 2022 Kentucky Derby. All I needed to see was betting guide, and it, it, it had my interest. Jesus. Simplification is currently going off a of 20 to 1.
2: 20 to 1. Interesting. Y'all trying to get rich? Venmo me. I'm placing bets. I'll bet on every fucking horse. I don't care. Mo Dongle. Hmm, dude, tis tis the the bomb. That sounds fishy. Yeah,
1: pioneer of Medina.
0: Who are you taking? I know. I I know you're looking at the names. I know you're. I'm. Lo- you're looking for your favorite name, and that's who you're taking. I know. It's how, I know it's how it's working.
1: <laughs> dude, I gotta go with uh. With a uh, Tawny Port, Port here, you know, from the hometown Tawny Town, Tawny Port, running out of the 18 slot, 30 to 1, trainer name, Brad Cox. <laughs> You're such a dumb shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dude, Brad Cox is
0: also the trainer of Cyberknife. <laughs> Cyberknife. Which, that is an interesting, interesting name for a horse.
1: Uh,
0: I feel like horse names are just like, are, like, they have to be themed every year with hurricanes or some shit. Maybe. I doubt that. I doubt they are, but that—that's that, just that—that's just my guess.
1: Um, I don't know, man. I'll be honest. Like <laughs> epicenter was looking pretty tempting there, um, but I think he was the favorite at seven to two.
0: What about Barber Road? Barber,
2: B A R B E R, Barber Road, mm. thirty to one.
1: You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tony Port. Gonna, I, I'm going to rock, rock with that. little little homage to the hometown there.
0: There we go. Tawny see, Port. See, we're, we're covering a lot of bases now. Got some, ba- got some baseball in. We talked about fucking
1: horses. We're going to talk about Sergio Garcia wanting off of the PGA Tour. It, we're going to talk about that? <laughs> you know that's in Maryland this, this weekend? They're down at Potomac, Maryland.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. I think Tyler told me he got tickets to that. What a guy. I was looking into tickets, but they're a little bit too expensive
2: for me. True. True. You know what so we're going to talk about? The winners and losers of the NFL draft. <clears throat> yeah, so... I was told that by a listener, who shall remain nameless,
0: but name rhymes with Pandro... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no it's no it's nothing bad. He, I mean, when we when we were going over the second round picks and everything like that, um he was he was saying that it was it was confusing because of course we we could see who was getting picked and we knew who like we knew who these people were that were getting picked because we d- we did so much homework heading in, heading into the draft beforehand. He said he was very very confused because we weren't listing like positions or anything like that. So we're just like naming names, saying, "Oh, that's a good pick. Uh, I don't know about that one." Oh, that was pretty good. And he's like and he said he was listening to the podcast. He's like, he's like, I just want to know what they fucking play. <laughs> I don't care who they are. I just want to know what possessions are. So for those of you who listened to the episode and were very confused, we apologize. We just got involved with the uh, draft day special. Draft day special. Yeah. Also, for next year, we we've already started looking into what we're gonna do as far as doing a lot special. stuff. So. it's fucking happening. It's ha- it's happening. So j- so just be ready for that. Special guest stars. We're gonna have our we're gonna channel our own inner pack of Pat, Pat McAfee. We're gonna have our own Mad Mel Kiper and all that shit.
1: <laughs> that clip is so fucking funny, dude. Glazer vs. McAfee.
0: Dude, that is so funny. <laughs> we're gonna watch that when we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Can I get can I can I get one fucking word in? Yeah, go ahead. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, should, yeah.
1: That's, Looks like you're about to go to a fucking strip club.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But anyway, winners winners in the NFL draft. Um, one thing that I one of the one thing that I made um clear with Holman before we uh started making this list here, we're we're already just going to just go ahead and discuss one team, uh, for one reason or for two reasons really, um two reasons being we're very biased and it's also the consensus around the NFL that the Baltimore Ravens without a doubt had the absolute best draft. Yeah. Like it's like it's not close. Um I don't know if I still have their draft up in front of me or not. Baltimore?
1: I got you. Do you okay? Yep. Um <clears throat> so the Baltimore Ravens um had a had the consensus best draft of uh of any team in the league. Um, in the first round with the 14th pick, they selected Kyle Hamilton safety out of Notre Dame. Um, they traded, uh, they got back into the first round with a trade um, for Marquise Brown. Um, they got the 23rd pick, then ended up trading back to the 25th spot with the Bills and selected Tyler Linderbaum center out of Iowa. Um, in the second round, David Ajabo um, slid to us at 45. Um, he's an outside linebacker out of Michigan. In the third round, we came back around and grabbed Travis Jones' defensive tackle out of UConn, um, which uh, is actually graded as a very, very good pick. I didn't really know the guy when when we took him, um, but it's apparently a really good pick. Uh, Excuse me. I'm sorry for the next guy if I mispronounce his name. In the fourth round, we selected an offensive tackle out of Minnesota, Daniel Falele. I think it's right. Uh, big, he's a m- fucking monster. mountain of a dude. He's a monster, dude. Um, with the second of our six fourth-round <laughs> picks, we selected Jalen Armour Davis, cornerback out of Alabama. Um, with the third, fourth-round pick, we selected Charlie Collaire, tight end, out of Iowa State. With the fourth, fourth-round pick, we selected Jordan Stout, punter, out of Penn State. With the fifth fourth-round pick, we selected Isaiah Likely, tight end from Coastal Carolina. And with the sixth fourth-round pick, we selected DeMarion Williams, cornerback from Houston. And with our final pick of the draft in the sixth round, we selected Tyler Beatty, running back out of Missouri.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, a lot lot of people probably don't know who those names are. Get ready, because those are names that you're about to hear. Like, a lot of them you're going to hear... We got, in my opinion, <clears throat> at least five players. You're gonna hear their name on during the during the first game of the season.
1: Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Linderbaum, probably Travis Jones. Yep. Uh, Isaiah Likely.
2: Jordan Stout. I was gonna say Jalen Arbor Davis. Six. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think you're gonna you're gonna hear Jordan Stout too because I think uh, Sam Cook's retiring,
0: or we're just gonna move on. I think he'll be cheaper. Jordan be, Stout will be.
1: Yeah, I think it's the only reason we move yeah. on from him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, I mean, I think we had a we had a really good draft. Uh, David Ajabo was actually talking about how he thinks he can come back for the beginning of the season. Like things are going so well, he thinks that he can actually make it back for um first game of the season it'd be nice it'd, it'd be nice but i mean i think we i think we pull the reins back and like yeah hold we, on hold on young
0: man we'll, we'll we'll pump the brakes on it and say we're very very excited for you to get onto the field and make an impact for us
1: let's look long term here
0: let's look long term like personally i don't think we see Oj- Ojabo this year no we do oh yeah we do
2: i don't i don't think i don't think we will see him
0: this year I think I think we'll keep him sidelined to make sure everything does heal healthy. We'll see him this year. but I think next year he's gonna have a monster season. It's, He'll be on the field in november it's- it's crazy that i'm like I'm already thinking like towards twenty twenty three when the twenty twenty two draft just happened, but i mean he's he's gonna be a monster i mean he, he was he was projected he was projected to be a top fifteen pick for sure. Yeah. Until, until he tore his Achilles, and we ended up getting, a, getting him at 45. So that was a, that's very, very good value there. When was his pro day, though?
1: It was in March, correct?
0: I think, yeah.
1: It's about a six-month recovery
2: for a torn Achilles. So that's month three. September's nine.
1: He'll be back by November. He's going to play. He's going to play this year. I hope he does. I, w- I, w- I, would lo- I would love to see him play. We saw Cam Akers come back in the same season.
0: Did he tear his Achilles?
1: Yeah. Did he he? tore his Achilles, yeah, and he made it back for the playoffs.
0: Played like, shit.
1: <laughs> Fair, but he still <laughs> made it back. That's very his true. His Achilles didn't have anything to do with his fumbling.
0: Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. Um, but we can sit here and we can talk about the Ravens all day and, and their draft and everything like that. Um, so just to go ahead and get them out of the way, because I know that was both on both on our list of people that we thought or teams that we think won the draft. Number one. Um that was my number 1 as well. Um so I'm curious who else do you have winning the draft?
1: Um so I'm going to go with the sort of obscure pick here. Okay. Um cuz I think the consensus number 2 is pretty obvious as well. Um Jets. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go with my uh, kind of obscure pick here and it's uh
2: It's it's kind of hard Um to say. Mm -hmm.
1: But I actually kinda like what the Tennessee Titans did over there. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, losing AJ Brown was obviously a huge thing. Um, they just couldn't make the money work, I think was the big thing, or they didn't want to make the money work. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with um ass hats deal, Ryan Tannehill. Um, so they ended up getting rid of A.J. Brown. I think it
0: also does does have something, something to do with the fact that their whole offense is predicated upon the running back as well.
1: Yes. Um, they drafted Traylon Burks wide receiver out of Arkansas, Um, and then there was a, there's a few other good picks on here that I just, I, I really, really like. Um, I do like the Roger McCreary pick cornerback from Auburn in the second round. Um, they did get Malik Willis in the third round corner or quarterback out of Liberty. Um, this is a this is a guy I thought kind of like is a little bit of a steal. Hassan Haskins, running back from Michigan, mm. is a good complementary piece to de- uh Derrick Henry. Very very different in style of play yeah. and size. Um, so it's a it's Oh a, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean everybody's a change of size compared to that beast. Um, and then they uh they got the tight end out of Maryland. I'm Sugar Conquo. oh Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was
2: gotcha. gonna mess that up. I was
1: gonna go for it.
0: Well, there are times where I think I'm gonna butcher it and then you and you bail me out, but I I, I got to this time around. Yeah. Chig Oconquo.
1: Chig Oconquo. And then uh they got a wide receiver, Kyle Phillips, out of UCLA. I think it's a underrated pick, but a good one. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean they got a off at of the tackle, Nicholas Petit, Ferre, Ferrer, um I I said off the tackle out of Ohio State, I think they actually did a pretty good job in the draft.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm so. I mean, this is this is. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna touch on the topic a little bit later here, but uh. My uh, my opinions on the on the Tennessee Titans are not a secret. I'm not a Titans fan. Neither am I at all. Um, but with that said, I mean, the Bur taking Traylon Burks, I think I think I think it was pretty good. That was probably um. It's hard to say you got a win when you get rid of not get rid of, but when you trade one of the ten best receivers in football for sure um, I'm not saying they won the trade by any means, but I think they um you know they definitely did something to at least help out their passing game a little bit more mm-hmm. with getting rid of him, and then of course i I mean I'm so high on Malik Willis that the fact that they got him in the third round um Good on them. I said they were going to take him in the second. I was wrong. Um, I was right that they were going to take him, but um, it was just a little late on when he was going to get picked there. Again, that's a that's a uh, that's a that's a topic that will that we'll discuss here later on. Sure. Um, the tackle out of Ohio State, he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're they're a very very uh, spread offense, but those those Big Ten offensive linemen, they're just bred differently, man. Yeah. They're absolutely just, they're they just bred so differently um,
1: so who was the winner that you had
0: so I was torn i actually had i actually had two i kind of took the same approach as you had because i thought I thought you were kind of just going to take the obvious ones take the jets I didn't know no I'm saying you thought I was going to take the jets i did yeah i i, I thought you, I thought you were going to take the jets um so i I went with more of a unconventional approach as well um the other team that i the, the the second team that I did put down, not the team that I'm going to going to discuss, um, I think the Panthers. I think the Panthers had a good draft because mm-hmm. they got the tackle they needed. They were a quarterback needy team. A lot of people thought thought they could have taken gone quarterback at six. They got one in the third round. Matt Corral, so good, so so good on the Panthers. But I think another team that really, really, really won the draft. Going back to AJ Brown, I think the Eagles got. I think the Eagles had a really, really good draft as well. Um, maybe trading up to take Jordan Davis may not have been the right move. I think they could have gotten Jordan Davis where they were. Yeah. Um. Regardless, Jordan Davis, huge monster, mountain of a man, mountain of a man. Pairing him next to Fletcher Cox is going to be very, very intimidating for years to come. Even when Fletcher Cox he inevitably retires. Yeah. with me? Which I which I think. Could be sooner rather than later. Um still, Jordan Davis there in the in the middle of the line by himself. It's very, very, very concerning. Um the center they got out of Nebraska, Cam Juergens. He's a dog too. Um second best, second best center in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, behind Linderbaum. Um They only had three other picks besides that besides that. Kyron Johnson and Grant Calcentera or Cal-sa-terra, Yeah, I said that right. Cool. Yeah. Um I don't know a whole lot about either of those two guys, but one but the guy they took in the third round, I do know a whole lot about. They got Nikopi Dean in the third round. Dude should dude dude could have been a t- a first round pick mm-hmm. uh for sure. Um but he has a labrum issue in his shoulder, which is much more fixable than the sh- than the labrum in your hip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, very reassuring. He's relying more so on PT as opposed to doing surgery just to get it outright fixed, which caused him to slip in the draft. But the fact that you were able to get talent like that at the spot that you got to that speaks volumes, especially because they were a team who could have been, who was in conversations to possibly take a linebacker in the first round. Regardless. And they also traded for A.J. Brown. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're doing everything they have to to go ahead and show that Jalen Hurts is their guy. I think talent-wise, this Eagles team is talented enough to get to the playoffs consistently. They're talented enough to win the NFC East. I, th- I think they're also talented enough to win the NFC. Any given Sunday. I think there's enough talent on this Eagles team to win the NFC as well. They're not my pick to win the NFC, but there is talent to win the NFC. I see what you're saying. Now it's all on Jalen Hurts because the defense is good. They have pass rush. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're get healthy again. They have the big-time wide receiver. They have a very good core of running backs. They have a good offensive line. But can Jalen Hurts get it done now? Yeah. Personally, I think he can. I've, I think he can. I've always been very, very big on Jalen Hurts. But time will tell. But yes, Philadelphia Eagles, they were one they were they were one of my winners for the draft. I like you said, we both could have said the Jets.
1: I think they're consensus number two. I
0: think I think I think I would say consensus number two. They got four first round talents in, two, in four picks. Yeah, they killed it. Granted, so did we.
1: So yeah, so did we.
0: Um and we get and we gave up significantly less
2: in order to do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Eagles. Okay. Fly eagles fly. Fly eagles fly. But that said, HTTC.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so the commanders.
1: That just doesn't sound the same. That <laughs> I know. I definitely know, fucking I know. sounds like. Uh, I'm gonna say it. Sounds like a Nazi regime. H-T-T-C. Hail to the Commanders. Dude, that sounds... Oh, yeah. Can't use that anymore. Yeah. Hail to the Commies. I mean, come on. Jesus. Yeah, you... Got... Sorry, Washington fans. You've got to find something new. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Um. That was... That's a loss within itself, but uh, <laughs> who was your loser of the draft? Um.
0: Let me see here.
2: Do you have a loser? I do.
0: Yeah. I'm just I'm I I I have 3 of them. Um one team I'm not even going to discuss, but I think they I I I think I think they were a big loser for the loser for the draft. Um I think the I think the Patriots big time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um my biggest loser for the draft. I am going to pull up their draft. Hold on a second. Is it? Oh uh, yes.
0: My biggest loser for the draft is the Bears.
1: So it's funny you say that because uh, they were never one of my losers left over here. Son of a bitch. No, no, no. You're fine because I have two others.
0: Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Was the Patriots one of them? <clears throat>
0: no. Okay, good. Um.
1: So the Bears. Let me hear it.
0: The Bears. Yeah, I mean. Number 1, they don't have a they didn't have a first round pick because they gave they gave it up in order to get Justin Fields. Um but this is a team that they plan on building around Justin Fields. Yeah, <laughs> but they didn't really do anything in order to help him out. I no. mean, dude they got they got um their first two picks, Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker. I think they killed those two picks. Um, that boy out of Miami of Ohio, Dominique Robinson, I think they killed that one too. Yeah, But everything else was very, very suspect to me. A lot of it didn't really make
1: sense, especially Wieselis Jones Jr. That's what happens when you bring in Matt Eberflus, a defensive-minded coach. That one made no sense to me because
0: that that guy was, Jones Jr. was a uh,
3: first-team
0: All-SEC receiver. Yeah. As a returner. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: No, the
0: Bears will be the first ones to say that returner is a very, very valuable position in the NFL. Yeah, but then again, at the same time, this is a, this is a different this is a different brand of NFL. You know, you don't need a, you don't need somebody like David Hester to to score you a touchdown every fucking week in order for you to win the game. Nope. And Beasles Jones Jr. He's not that type of guy in the passing game in order that 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 you need in order for Justin Justin Fields to take that next step. So. Bears did absolutely nothing in order to help that young quarterback. Yeah, that's a little, that's a, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a big time loser for me.
1: That's I hey I had him over here as well, so I'm with you on that one. Um, this one actually brings me a lot of joy to say for my loser.
0: Okay, good because I, I I like I I know I know where you're sort of going with this. So another loser that I have is the Jaguars. I was I wasn't gonna give away my whole list because I didn't want to say everybody that was on my list and possibly have you just get fucked out of out of your out of your talk, talking points. But I think the Jaguars were a loser in the draft as well. You had them as a loser, yeah. Because I think I think time will tell that they they would have they reached on um Trayvon, Trayvon Walker.
1: I think you're right. You? I I hear the static as Do well. Okay. I, I don't know where it's coming
2: from. It's like only when we talk, which is weird
1: yeah it's a little funky. I don't understand it,
0: yeah I don't either i mean it it is what it is, but I think I think they've reached on Tr- Trayvon Walker. the Devin Lloyd pick was a good one, but outside of that i re- I really don't think think they did anything else of note, yeah um, I mean, time will tell. I mean before you get into yours, they said that the, the year that Russell Wilson got drafted was the worst pick of the draft. They said Russell Wilson was the worst pick of the draft.
1: Yeah, they gave the Seahawks a F on that draft, and that was the year they drafted uh, Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner. And Bruce Irvin. And Bruce Irvin. They got an F. (laughs) Three
0: three key pieces in their Super Bowl run.
1: Two Hall of Famers and one damn good player.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, go ahead. My loser
1: brings me a lot of joy to say this. Yes, sir. Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Ah, shit. I thought you were going to say the Steelers. No. Fudge. Okay. The
1: Cincinnati Bengals. They had talk, talk talk. Let me hear. They had six picks in this draft. They had a first, a second, third, fourth, fifth, and seventh. With three of the picks, they selected safeties. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Half of their draft went to the safety position. They selected Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan at 31. Now granted, he can play a little, little slot corner. They selected Cam Taylor Britt, safety out of Nebraska in the second round. In the third round, they selected Zachary Carter, defensive tackle, out of Florida. (laughs) In the fourth round, they selected Cordell Volson, offensive tackle, out of North Dakota State. North Dakota State put out a shit ton of people this year. Holy hell. Yeah. Um, In the fifth round, they selected Tyson Anderson, safety, out of Toledo. And in the seventh round, they selected selected Jeffrey Gunter, Gunter, at a defensive end out of Coastal Carolina. That's a pretty shitty draft. Oh shit! Oh dear. Their needs, according to ESPN, number one cornerback, number two inside linebacker, number three center, number four defensive tackle, and number five offensive guard. They got one, one little green dot.
0: Yeah, they got one need.
1: They selected three safeties. Half of their fucking picks went to the safety position.
0: I mean, I really can't talk. I really can't talk a lot of shit because the Ravens have five people. That play safety that could literally start for any team.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong, but we also got the best available.
0: That's very true, dude. We we are we are the biggest advocates for the thing. bad teams make bad decisions.
1: I thought Cincinnati last year they caught fire. They caught you know they they That's had the, they had the sail up. The wind was blowing in their direction, and they just rode it till it fucking died, and they lost in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, good for them. They had a winning season. They're about to get a nice little slice of humble pie and be brought, down, brought back down to earth. Same thing happened to the Falcons. Same, things ha- same thing happened to the Falcons. Matt Ryan won MVP. He had a hell of a season. He was beating the brakes off of the Patriots and then royally fucked it.
0: Yeah. Also, another another winner for me from this draft. This is a very unconventional approach, but. Not at the NFL ranks, but at the college ranks. Small schools killed this. Yeah. like so many like so many different pe- so many different players from small schools got picked this year. I think it's great. And it's not just it's not just a lot of it's not it's not that it was a lot of onesie twosies from small schools were, were represented. Somebody's going through it downstairs. Heard that. Um it was dude, Costa Carolina had a had a not a lot of players get drafted but a lot of players are finding are finding their way to the NFL one of Carroll County's own Silas Kelly Silas Kelly shout out Silas Kelly I, Silas Kelly has no clue this podcast even exists on the off chance that he does happen to listen to it Silas congratulations on making on making the Cleveland Browns Hell yeah buddy uh wishing nothing but the best I mean I mean Andrew played pop Warner football with him yeah and now the and, and now the kid is in the NFL yeah. So, Coastal Carolina had a lot of players going to like make their way on the NFL rosters. Same thing with North Dakota State, dude. Same thing with Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, Cincinnati popped off. Had like five or six people drafted too.
0: Cincinnati has now has a lot of representation in the NFL. So yes, those big schools, the SEC, Alabama's, Georgia, Ohio State, all of those huge schools that pay hundreds of millions of dollars for their football programs every season. Of course, they're still going to dominate headlines when it comes to the draft. Sure. But a lot of these smaller schools, they're getting a lot of quality players now. They're developing talent. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, there's, there's, I'm telling you now, there's going to start to be a swing of power.
2: Slowly, gradually. Cincinnati was the first one through the wall. Hmm. Telling you.
0: There are going to be teams, like, smaller smaller schools are going to start making big noise toward the top. Okay. And I'm giving it three years. A non-Power 5 school is going to win a national championship. Oh, shit. I don't know who. Don't ask me to tell you
2: who. But there will be a team in the next three
0: to five years that is a non-Power 5 school that wins it all. Okay, I'm calling it now. I'll be looking out for it. Calling it now. I just wanted to go. I just. I just wanted to go ahead and say that. Shout out small schools. Sponsor us. Sponsor us.
1: Um. So yeah, I had Cincinnati as my loser. I also had the Bears on my list. Um. I also had the Dolphins. Um. On my list. I thought they had four draft picks. They all sucked. They all sucked. I mean, the one's not terrible. They got Channing Tindall out of uh, Georgia. My backer out of Georgia in the third round. But uh. But yeah, I mean, I uh. It brought me a lot of joy to say that the uh, the Bengals really fucked that one up. It brought me a lot of joy. So we were talking about it a little earlier um, about um, Malik Willis falling to the Titans in the third round. Yep, He was an 86 overall pick. Um, he was a lot of people's number one quarterback on boards. It was kind of a toss-up between him and Kenny Pickett. Um, I think he was your number one quarterback. Nope, it was mine personally. Um, he was my number two. Um, I thought Matt Corral was the best quarterback in the draft personally. Um, but yeah, he ended up falling to the third round to the Titans at the 86 pick. Um, with that happening, Ryan Tannehill decided he was going to do a press conference and come out and say, it's not my job to mentor him. <clears throat> So I think that's kind of getting
0: taken a little bit out of perspective, um, and this
2: is the reason why. Would you expect Ryan Tannehill to say, "Yes, I'm going to make sure I give he I give him the keys to the kingdom"? Oh god. What the fuck does that even mean? Kobe Bryant.
3: <clears throat> oh. All
2: right, I got you. Don't worry, buddy. I'll
0: Andrew text me. I'll have to, I'll I'll will draw that one in there at the end. Oh god, just so just 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 so he knows. It's 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 a, it's a message specifically to you. To me? Yeah, to you, to you specifically.
1: Oh, good heavens.
0: Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll drop that one at the end. Don't worry, don't worry, buddy. I got you. Um, <clears throat> but I, I didn't really expect Ryan Tannehill to come right out and say, yeah, I'm going to give him the keys to the kingdom and make sure he's prepared to take
1: over my job when I start to suck. No, he doesn't have to say that, but he could be like, um, he could say something along the lines like, yeah, you know, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll help him um, kind of come along and, and help this young man. Have the tools that he needs to to be successful in this league.
0: You know, I I, I get that, but th- I mean, then again, at the same time, this also there isn't this isn't the first time that something like this has been said by a, by a, a quote unquote star quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger said the same shit about Mason Rudolph. He said it ain't my job
2: to mentor him. Brett Favre also said the same
0: thing about Aaron Rodgers.
3: How'd that pay off for Aaron Rodgers er, for Brett Favre? They're both
0: Hall of Famers. Both Hall of Famers. Both Hall of Famers, both Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. So, I mean, I think that whole thing is kind of taken out of perspective. Um, I mean, is right. It's not his job to mentor him. No, it's not in the job description. I mean, but granted, there there's a, a a different way to come out and say it.
1: It's, it's the way he said it. That's the issue. It's like, yeah, I know it's not in your job description. No, it's not your job to mentor him, but it, it, it almost is kind of... As the veteran on the team, um, there's been a lot of players that have come out and said like, like Tony Jefferson was like, yeah, uh, the guy that took my job in Arizona was at my wedding. Yeah, it's a business. It's a
0: business. It, ha- it, it it happens, man. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? You threw four picks in a playoff game at
1: home. Where you all but had it wrapped up. Dude, you were tying the bow. Your defense had nine sacks on fucking
0: Joe Burrow. Right. You were tying the damn bow on the game, and you shit it away. And what did you expect? That's why he went to therapy for it. Yeah. He, he, I mean, Ryan Tannehill said he went into a real dark spot after the game. And I'm not making fun of him for it. No. no, By I, no means. Absolutely not. I'm, su- I'm sure there's still part of him that's still dealing with that loss. Oh, for sure. And I'm... And, I'm sure it was it was probably like the it's probably like the perfect combination. He's still not in a great spot because of that. Then they just draft a guy that's eventually going to take your job. But they quit, he's like they didn't tell me. I was like, "Well, they don't have to. They,
1: they don't they don't they don't owe you to tell you. You're getting paid more money than you fucking should be." Right. Dude, you like
0: Take a step back and and think about it in another another perspective. You're getting enough money now. You can take care of your family for generations. Who gives a shit if Malik Willis comes in behind you and steals your job from you? End of the day, you had a successful NFL career. End of the day, you stole Marcus Mariota's job. Bingo! How do you think Marcus Mariota felt? And now now he's being questioned if he can even start over Desmond Ritter, who was a third-round pick. Marcus Mariota was the number two pick overall in the draft. What a fucking Heisman.
1: Yeah, the fuck did you do, Ryan? You were you were a
0: wide receiver converted to quarterback at Texas A and M, and shit the bed in Miami, and shit. The, uh, granted, he had Adam Gase as <laughs> as, as his coach, so pop, pop 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 the brakes there. I think I think a lot of it was Adam Gase's fault. But the, There we go. Did <laughs> <got> it again? <laughs> but but <laughs> fucking Charger. <laughs> but it, it was it was the way he said it. I think I think the whole kind of quote is getting taken out of perspective a little bit. But it was the
1: way he said it, I think ruffled so many feathers, dude. I mean, we're old enough to know it's not always what you say, it's how you say it, right. How he said it was wrong. The inflection right. was all wrong,
0: no, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's like it's all about it's all about the way you say things. like no nobody cares what I mean, people care what you say nowadays, but
1: but <laughs> the, the, a, a whole other part of it is how you say it. I went to Subway for lunch yesterday, got a little busy in there. There was like three people in front of me. There was one girl working behind the counter. She poked her head in the back, says, you guys need to help me. (laughs) And two people come out and start helping her. And I'm like, yeah, you could have said that a little nicer. (laughs) Well, then again, at the same time, I mean, (sighs) it's hard. It's hard to knock her because it worked. They came out and helped her. But you could be like, hey, guys, I need some help. You literally could have just screamed the word help. <laughs> and It would have been better than, hey, you guys need to help me.
0: So I have, a, I have a little funny story from Foot Locker pertaining to that. There was one day when I was in Columbia. And uh, the lovely, lovely DM, Marcus Hill, was in, the, was in there with uh, the um shit. I can't remember his name. Guy from Towson. The manager from Towson. That that part of the story is not important. But, I can't think of it. But they were in there with the new co-manager, who's a cool guy. Who I mean, I mean him and him and I had a very very good relationship.
3: Yeah.
0: It was really busy in the store one day, and it was just me, the co-manager, and a cashier. So of course he was managing. She was watching the side where the registers are. He was watching where the House of Hoops was, and I was I, I was just. I was I was I was the gopher boy, yeah. which which is fine. Like it, like it is what it is. I've done, I've done it plenty of times before. I had no problem doing it again. Well, it got to a point where, when the DM and the manager were in the store, they were just in the back corner,
2: just talking, talking about like random like randomness. Mm-hmm. And he kept calling to me like, "Hey, go get the shoe, and bring it over to me. Go get the shoe and bring it over to me."
0: you get the shoe and bring it over to me. And eventually, I said to him, "Why don't you stop running your fucking mouth and do it yourself? I have my own shit to deal with." <laughs> so like and, like, and like, like, he got an attitude with me. He's like, he's like, "Oh, are you, are you doing your attitude?" I'm like, "You were the one standing over there bullshitting for no fucking reason. I'm the one over here running, running with my hair on fire. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who's getting. I don't know why you're getting an attitude with me. If anyone deserves to get an attitude with somebody, it's me." Like, fuck out of here with that. I'm not here to play games. I'm here to sell shoes. I'm here to... S- and when it came to that job, I had a very, very cool demeanor. I'd get pissed off at some things, like d- like dumbness. Yeah. But, like, I'd, like, I'm not one to get angry.
2: Fair. I was angry. Oh, God. I was very, very angry. And, and tr- trust me, I let all three of
1: them hear it. Oh, heavens. How did Marcus take that? I didn't get promoted, did I? No, no, you did not. I don't think he actually. I don't think he liked you from the jump. No, I, 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 I know he didn't. He loved me for some reason. Yeah, I don't get it.
0: Not like talking shit about you, but like, no, I, I, just, I did, dude,
1: have... I know because like you, you went to Columbia, you worked at uh, Foot Action, and, um. He hated me at foot foot action. He hated you at foot action. He hated you when you came to fucking back to Westminster. Like, he hated you for some reason. I literally, the first time I ever met him, he told me I should go work at Thousand. First time I ever met him. Never met the dude. He's literally only seen my fucking numbers. (laughs) That's it. That's all he knew about me is this kid, fucking Wes Holman. He was scared of Timber. Was he scared of Timber? Because Timber
0: just, Timber Timber would just outright tell him to his face, yeah, you're fucking dumb, I'm not doing that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, yeah, the three of us running a store was a, just a wild time. Dude, I was still never,
0: I will still never for, uh, like, I have no clue how him and I managed to get a week off from work to go to Ocean City and we left you in charge of the store for the entire week.
1: That was a miserable week, too. <laughs> <That>
0: <laughs> I sucked. I, I like, like, who were you stuck with? Kevin?
2: TC? Uh...
3: uh...
1: Yeah, I don't think I had Haley yet. That was it. I don't think I had Connor or Victor. Probably shouldn't just be throwing out names like this.
2: It is what it is. Um. What? You know. I'm trying to think. We'll talk about it later. Was it the one that
1: you and Timber wanted to hire? Especially you?
2: No, nah, she wasn't there yet. Okay. No, Allie wasn't there yet. Yeah. I'll
3: throw it in.
2: I couldn't read your lips. There's somebody we're missing.
0: Sheen wasn't there. Oh, thank the Lord. God. Dude, you know, the funny thing is, you and I could, like, we could literally have, like, everybody from the days on this show for one day, and we could literally make a three and a half hour episode. Of nothing but dumb stories from that story.
1: Good lord, man! Pong.
0: <sighs> dude. TJ, I I love I love telling the story. The swanton bomb. <laughs> oh my dude, I was I was like a week and a half into the job. Justin oh, Justin's laying on a box of socks as he was hung over, and TJ's on the top rung of the fucking ladder, getting ready to give him a swanton bomb. Fuck.
1: I think Andrew was gone at that time because Andrew was there for. Um, for a little bit while I was there. And
0: you know, it's so funny, like like T J is convinced that Andrew doesn't exist. I know.
1: He tells me all the time. He's like, I'm convinced he, I've never met the kid. He doesn't exist. He like like I'm like T J he's fucking real. I have met him. He's like I haven't, so he doesn't exist. Like every
0: like every time I bring up every time I would tell like TJ a story about Andrew, he'd always be like, Is that a kid that doesn't exist? I'm like, Yes, that's a kid that doesn't exist. He's like, Okay, cool, gotcha.
1: He asked me the one day, he's like, Is Poppy still hanging around with his imaginary friend Andrew? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was oh my like, god! TJ so he exists. He's
1: not
0: imaginary. That is so funny. He's never said that to me before. That's so disappointing. Oh, it's so funny, dude. Oh my god, Andrew! I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, he, you, know, you know what? While we're, while we're just talking about my imaginary friend, Andrew. <laughs> He's, he said he did all right with drinking at the wedding over the weekend. Okay, like two two weekends ago. Yeah, because
1: I said it's on him.
0: Yeah, he said he said he did. He said he did. He said he did all right. Okay, my, my foster son for imaginary friend had an ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, all those man. imaginary beers.
0: <laughs> Gosh, that's so funny. Jake's still hanging around his imaginary friend, Andrew. <laughs> oh, that is so funny, dude. I was like, he's real. <laughs> he's real, you dumb shit. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Wow.
1: That was a good laugh.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, one thing that, one thing that we would talk about a lot when we were, uh, when we were working, at, uh, working at Foot Locker was ba- uh, basketball.
1: Oh, man. Dude, do you remember uh, you, Connor, and I tried to put together a, uh, a top 100 uh, that was when the top 100 NBA players came out? We tried to make a list of it. I think we got through, like, five players, and that was it. Yeah, that was about the best, because we could not agree on anybody. No. Um. But, excuse me. Thank you. Um. With that being said, uh, the second round of the NBA playoffs is currently happening. It's heating up, man. It's heating up. And speaking of the heat, the number one seed in the East, the Miami Heat, are currently up 2-0 on the Philadelphia 76ers, because they have had not had Joel Embiid.
0: Uh, who had a orbital fracture i believe right and uh, uh and a concussion. Concussion. yeah
1: yes um, currently like i said it's 20 um heater up they are in philadelphia right now they're actually playing um it's I- 35 to 26 who's winning philly philly okay 35 26 philly um good for them yeah
0: i mean that, that was some that was something we kind of like we kind of both said that we didn't really think the Heat had a chance in the series, but outside of Joel Embiid not even playing, I mean, I mean, the Heat have been playing pretty damn good ball.
1: Yeah, they've won one hundred six to ninety two in Game One and, and one nineteen to one hundred three in Game Two. Right. I mean, like, like they've had two runaway games. So yeah. So you know, good, good, good on them. Um, good on them. I think with Joel Embiid coming back, it's going to be a lot tougher for Miami. Um. But then again, then again, at the same time, the
0: Heat have to win two games, and 76ers have to win four.
1: Yeah, so it's a tough, it's a tough series. That might go seven. I could see that going seven. It def, it, it definitely could. Um,
0: I don't know. It's v- very, very, very interesting to play, or very, very interesting to see what what happens. Fat Boy Harden's got fourteen points already. Way to go, thickness. <laughs> With six minutes left in the second, oh, well, I thought I thought I thought it was earlier on in the game than what it was. So six six minutes left in the um second, James Harden, fifteen points, three boards to assist. Mm. He's gonna be key to the series, man. Because if he if he plays the way that James Harden is capable of playing, we haven't seen it the last two years.
1: Um, he's had like eleven straight playoff games where he's averaged under twenty five.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like, like if James Harden can like play the way he does in the regular season, then you know it'll be much more of a uh, competitive series. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the Heat are gonna take it now, though.
1: Yeah, Philly might just be in too big of a hole.
0: I I think they might be. Like I said, I mean, they I mean Philly has to win four, Miami has to win two. I bet on Miami winning two before I bet on Philly winning four. That's fair. I don't know a lot about numbers, but I but two is less than four, usually, yeah, usually so yeah, and then uh, later tonight we have the suns taking on the Mavericks um Phoenix is up 20 in that series um it's over I, yeah I mean I mean the suns are so damn good um I think they'll um uh, i think, I think they'll go ahead and close it out here probably I'll, I'll say six, five Think. Yeah, Dallas maybe steals one. But, like, dude, it's the same. Da- I think Dallas will steal tonight.
1: It's the same thing that happened with the Nets. Um, you know, Ky- or KD didn't have a good game, One Boston. Um, all their players had a good game, and everyone's like, I'm not worried about it. Ky-, you know, KD didn't have a good game. They're going to be okay. Like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I heard that about the Mavericks. It's like, the Mavericks are going to be fine. They didn't have an answer for, for Doncic. They didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't have an answer. Brooklyn got fucking swept. Yeah. Currently, Dallas Mavericks are down 2-0. Yeah. They played a pretty good game one. They were they lost by 7. They just got beat by 20 in game 2. Yeah. It's done. It's over. It's done in 5. Well, I'll tell you, those
0: those are probably those those two series are probably the two boring ones that are remaining in the, <sighs> in the NBA playoffs. These other these other two are going to be are going to be doozies. Yeah. Um Philly uh, Philly, Milwaukee and Boston. 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 Celtics and the Bucks. That's 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 a that's a hell of a series
1: already. It's been wild, man. It's been back and forth. I think Marcus Smart's been out two games. Uh, Marcus Smart played game one, I believe. Did not play game two. Okay. Um, game one, the Bucks ended up winning one oh one to eighty nine. Absolutely shellacked the Celtics at away in Boston. And then the Celtics absolutely shellacked Milwaukee at home, one hundred nine to one hundred six.
0: Yeah, so that one that one can really go either way. I think that one definitely does go seven. Um, but really, the most exciting one, uh, in my opinion, the Grizz and the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors have been there before, time and time again. The Grizzlies, the new kids on the block. Um, I bought my laptop. That's what that was. Sorry. <laughs> Um, new kids on the block this is like this is an entertaining series this is a gritty series yeah like dirty fouls two straight games gary Ooh. payton broke his fucking elbow dylan brooks is suspended one foul was dirtier than the other yes um i don't think draymond's was malicious i think dylan brooks foul was i mean he straight up arm barred him in the head and then the dude broke his elbow yeah, I mean, at, le- at least with Draymond Green, he grabbed his jersey, pulled him down, and then picked him back up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he didn't place him, he didn't set him down on the floor like a box, but he didn't just body bag his shit. Right, right.
0: Um, but I think, I think those are both two series that are going to go seven. Um,
1: Grizz and, and Warriors, for sure. Game one, <clears throat> the, Gri- the Grizz are almost up 2-0. They lost 117 to 116. Yeah. Um. And John Morant actually missed the game-winning layup. Um. And then the Grizzlies won 106 to 101. So they've both been very, very good games.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I still, um, I'm, I'm still gonna stick with my finals of, um, Phoenix and Boston. Um. I know I backtracked on Phoenix and Milwaukee. I still think it's gonna be Phoenix and Boston. Um. So, we shall see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for sure whoever whoever wins the Bucks and Celtics series is going to the finals for the East. Um, and then I, dude, out of the West, I, I really don't know because it's going to be Phoenix versus either Golden State or Memphis. and Memphis pairs up very well against Golden State. Um, they're playing them very very well, and I feel like Memphis is actually going to play. Um. Phoenix very very well as well. Uh, the
0: The only thing with that is I, that series is going to be so physical that I have a feeling that they're that whoever ends up winning that series is just going to be so worn out at the end of it that they're not going to give um Phoenix
1: a huge fight. It could be. It, I mean, you could absolutely be correct about that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know, but for sure, whoever wins out of Milwaukee. And uh and Phoenix is, is for sure going uh, Milwaukee and Boston. Yeah, that part. Yeah, got it. Um shout out to Boy Q. Shout out to Boy Q. I was kinda of transferring over to uh the Stanley Cup playoffs that are currently going on. Yeah,
0: this is something that's heating up too. I mean I mean, we had a... I thought uh I thought we were fucking on to something <laughs> two days ago with uh with the caps picking up a big a big win four to two over um panthers over the panthers and then they got shellacked last night man yeah
1: i turned it on like when i turned it on it was three to one and then in a matter of like six minutes it was five to one i was like all right i'm gonna switch this off yep um i mean like
0: it, it it is what it is i mean the capitals are playing the best team in the nhl points wise so
1: they also didn't have tom wilson
0: yeah tom wilson is hurt um I still don't know if they said exactly what the extent of his injury
1: is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know he got a high stick to the uh like bridge of his nose um and he was bleeding and they took him back to uh back to the locker room um in game 1. Um they clearly did okay without him in game 1, but in game 2 they clearly missed him.
0: Yeah, um so we I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh here game 3 is tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So I actually get to watch it. I won't be asleep this time around. There when it you go. Happens. So so I'll be uh, I'll be happy about that. Um.
1: So yeah. Uh. Just t- just touch on a few other games now.
0: Uh. Let me pull this. up. Let's Let's see, look. I got
1: the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. Um. That's another series that's going on right now. That is currently tied one one as well. Game one, the Maple Leafs won five nothing. In game two, the Lightning won five to three. Um. <clears throat>
0: See that that's a re- that's a real sneaky series because I mean Toronto they have the goals leader the, the goals leader from the season, Austin Matthews. But Tampa's trying to get that uh
1: that three peat, man. The three peat. I mean it's enticing. Um so that's it for the Atlantic in the Metropolitan Division. Um we have the uh the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Boston Bruins. mm mm-hmm. Um that is currently 2 0 in favor of the Hurricanes. Um they won five one game one and five two game two. Series um, serious shifted back to
0: Boston. I mean, hockey is really one of those it's hockey's one of those few sports where home home field. I know they don't play on a field, so don't, don't home ice. Yep, don't don't give me shit. Um but home ice advantage really makes a difference in, in hockey. Yeah. It, it it truly genuinely does. And Boston is nuts about the Bruins. Oh, yeah, they love them. Love the Bruins. That place goes nuts. Boston still can turn this into a series. It'll all depend on what happens tonight. The second period just started, so there's still a lot of time left in the game in order for Boston to try and score a goal or two. Yeah. Um. In order, in order to
1: take the advantage. So, yeah. Um. In the Central Division, we have the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Nashville Predators. Um, that series is currently 2 0 in favor of the Avalanche. They shellacked the, uh, the Predators in game one, 7 2. Um, and then they won in overtime in game two, 2 1.
0: Yeah. Uh, Co- Colorado's a very, very good team. Um, dude, they took 50 shots last night. 50 shots. That's insane. Um, that's insane. Yeah. So, uh, that, that that team is built on offensive firepower, and if they get to scoring goals um, between um, Nathan McKinnon and Cal McCurr, dude, those two guys, they're very, very dangerous. Um, Colorado is one of those teams that you really have to be... You, you have to be careful with them. I mean, you have to be careful with every single team in, in the NHL, really, because everybody, everybody has, has those guys that can go out, they can go get you goals, and just run it up quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but Colorado... They're uh they're a complete team.
1: Very complete. You
0: gotta be very, very careful with
1: Colorado. Um and then the uh the little, uh last one of the Central Division, uh the Minnesota Wild taking on the St. Louis Blues. Um, that series is currently one one as well. The Blues won 4-0 in game one, and then the Wild won 6-2 in game two.
0: Man, I just love <laughs> hockey.
1: It's dude, it's a lot of fun, man.
0: It's a lot of fun. I mean, you know what? So there's 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 still a few so just just touch on the remaining two. Um Dallas Stars, Calgary, and Calgary Flame. That series is currently tied at one apiece. Um, and then you have Edmonton and Los Angeles. Um, that is also at one apiece. And then um I think the last one that we did not mention was the Rangers and uh the Pens, Pittsburgh. So that's also at one apiece.
1: I actually don't think I saw that one here. They played yesterday. Uh, I'm saying like I'm on ESPN like the the playoff like board or whatever. Oh, I did skip over them. Man, ah, fuck sure. Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, fuck Pittsburgh. It's okay. But you know what's funny? So I was sitting there last. I was sitting there two nights ago, um, on my break at work, and I thought to myself, "Ah, eh, well, the NBA or or DraftKings is kind of being stingy with letting me bet on first on uh, first goal or first field goal." For basketball, huh? So I thought about I thought about parlaying uh, goal scores in hockey. Uh oh,
1: first goal scores or just goal scores? Just
0: goal scorer, Period. Okay. I took three took three guys from three games. I couldn't bet on the Caps game, which was very disappointing.
2: But I took um in the Rangers game. I took uh I can't pronounce I can't pronounce his last name Panarin.
0: I don't. I, I. I don't know. A Ty would type Mooney. He would. He would know a hell of a lot more than I would about on how to pronounce these last names and, and all that kind of stuff. Artemy Panarin. Yeah. So, some. something like that. Um. I also took Nathan McKinnon, and I took Joe, Pavel, Joe Pavelski.
3: Mm.
0: All three scored. I then bet on it. I'm like, fuck me. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's gotta hurt. Um. I just got this two minutes ago while we were rambling on about the, uh, the NHL here. Um, umpire apologizes to Bumgarner. You,
0: you know what my response to the apology would be? Fuck you.
1: Yeah. Dan Bellino takes full responsibility for awkward exchange that led to ejection of Diamondbacks Madison Bumgarner. Who
0: else would take responsibility? <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't, th- I don't think anybody else was really at fault there, Chief. I think that was kind of on you. Yeah. That was uh, from Jesse Rogers, ESPN staff writer. Ziggy agrees. Yeah, Ziggy's not happy with him. No. I don't think anybody should be. Especially Madison Bumgarner. Especially Madison Bumgarner.
2: God. Can't take him anywhere. Who? <laughs> Mad Bummer. Z. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it really doesn't make
0: a difference, does it? No. Mm-mm.
1: Man, what a week. We got about a good uh about a good hour and a half in. Was that an hour and a half? Yeah, about, yeah.
0: You know, we really didn't have a whole lot to talk about this week. I was a little concerned that this would be a little bit of a shorter episode. I mean, us rambling on about Full Locker kind of helped.
1: But we got more to come.
0: Oh, dude. We, I, we have so many stories from Full Locker, it's not even funny. Yeah. So many fucking
2: that stories. That's bad.
1: It's fucking bad.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: But, uh that's going to do it for us here this week guys. And, uh, like we said next week, I think we're going to take it off. Um, we're going to be traveling a little downtime, but, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with more content. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about with a, with a little bit of a gap there.
2: Yeah. And, um,
0: definitely be on standby tomorrow for that. Uh, for, for my Kentucky Derby outfit.
1: Oh my god, yes! You have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah,
0: I'll do it. Fucking why not?
1: You have to do it. You committed. You committed yeah. yourself to it.
0: If you think I'm gonna wear boxers, you're sadly mistaken.
1: I don't give a fuck what you wear, as long as your dong isn't out.
0: <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not going to. I appreciate that. I that it's not for you; it's for the rest of the listeners. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> no, I've I've made worse I've made much more vulgar jokes in front of you before, but I don't think uh certain listeners, aka my grandmother, would like to hear me talk about my uh <laughs> private parts. Private parts, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah so. so let's get out of here before <laughs> before it gets too vulgar. Before we get fucking demonetized. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Alright, well,
2: Omen, I will uh I'll see you in two weeks. No, I won't, but I will. Nah, I'd see (laughs) you.